Hi guys, this is Cole. And this is Carly. Welcome to our podcast, Shrieks and Shivers. New year, new you, for better or worse. This month, we are going to be watching several movies regarding body horror and fitness gone wrong. This week, we'll be reviewing Thinner from 1996. An obese lawyer named Billy is cursed by an old man for killing the old man's daughter. Now Billy must find a way to stop the curse before it kills him. Yes. Um, And this movie, it was from 1996. It was originally a story written by Stephen King. Um, It did not do that well. It cost $8 million to make. And at our domestic box office, it only brought in $15.3 million. It didn't even double it, which is kind of sad. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it has 14%, which is probably one of the lowest scores I've seen. And on IMDb, it's 5.8 out of 10. And usually I'm kind of like iffy with Rotten Tomato, but I agree with them. If I could, I would probably give this a lower score. I think out of all the movies we have watched, and it's kind of funny, like, like the movie for the first year is probably the lowest rated movie I'll ever give it. But um, I'll say I'll tell my ratings later on. Yes. Um, I think part of this movie, I was actually surprised it aired in the theaters because when you watch it, it just feels like a movie that was made for TV or made to be released like straight to DVD. Like if I, maybe I'm wrong, maybe during this time. No, because there were good movies in 1996. I just feel like if I went to the theater to watch Thinner, like already like 10 to 20 minutes in I'd be like can we go can we just leave and I really think it's just it's movies that deal with body horror as a main focus they're kind of hard because the conflict is like less actiony than it would be if it was like a monster they were fighting or a killer you know in this it's like oh you're like something is happening to your body but horror part I just want to. I just want to um, give this movie its dues. I do like that we're going in the opposite direction. You know, I feel like kind of in uh, not all the time, but I feel like there is this part of body horror that like body engorges or enlarges itself. I've seen it in some horror movies where the body increases the size. I like that we're going in the opposite direction. I like that it's getting thinner, which is the problem, not getting larger. Yes. Um, Before we move on, I just want to go over the characters. That way um, we know who we're talking about. And there are quite a few in this movie. So our main character is Billy um, Halick. Halick. He is the attorney, his wife, Heidi, um, his daughter, Linda. And then there's a guy named Dr. Mike Houston. He assumes that Mike Houston and his wife are having an affair. We don't ever really see any true evidence of that, but it's implied. Um, there's a judge named Carrie, then our police, uh, Chief Duncan, and then, of course, this movie is a little bit controversial. It was made in 96, so over 20 years ago. Was it 20 years ago? Yes. Yeah. Um, and the main antagonists of the film, the bad guys, so to speak, are Jenna Lempke and Tadzu Lempke, who are Romani, a.k.a. Gypsy people. Um, then we got a mafia guy named Richie Janelli, and those are our main characters. Yeah, and uh, I just want to say, like KK already stated, this movie is um, has very problematic views. Um, it does uh, 
used the G word a lot, which we will not be using um, against the Romani people. It also is, um, you know, it's kind of fat phobic in its own way. And it's also sexist. Like, it's very misogynist. Like, maybe you maybe you, you didn't see this or maybe you did see it. I don't know. I just felt like it was kind of, like, misogynistic, especially the ending of the movie. You know, I do think there is some of that in there. But I also wonder if the movie is, like, like critiquing that type of stuff. I, I just don't know if it did a good job at critiquing. Like, I know in the book it does. I just don't know if, you know, sometimes the message in the book is more clear than the movie. You know what I mean? So um, this movie starts off. We learned that our main character, Billy, he's an attorney. He helps this mafia guy get away with some stuff. And so, you know, the mafia guy's like, hey, if you ever need anything, you can reach out to me. You've done me a big favor. Well, I guess to celebrate, him and his wife go out to dinner. And on their way home he accidentally hits a Romani, an older Romani woman, and she dies. Um, This leads to a cover-up occurring where the chief of police, Duncan, and um, he, like, lies for Billy, and Billy gets off of the hook. And then at the same time as we see that happening, we also see the Romani people kind of are ran out of town because they were in the park and people didn't want them there. So... Billy, he ends up getting cursed by, like, the eldest Romani man. I guess he was, like, their elder. And his name is Tazutsu. And all we see is him touch Billy's cheek and whisper the word dinner. And then that's kind of where the curse begins. And at first, it starts off as a blessing for Billy. He notices that he loses 14 pounds. And, like, everyone in the house is amazed. Heidi's excited for him because it looks like she's been tracking or it looks like they've been tracking his weight, trying to help him lose weight since, you know, he does love to eat. He seems to have, you know, a bit of like a compulsive disorder. Um, but just kind of go off of that. Um, we learn at the beginning of the film that he's about 300 pounds to start off with. Yeah. And losing 14 pounds while not changing your diet at all is amazing. He does start to grow suspicious that there's something wrong as he continues to lose more weight without changing his diet or anything. And then the judge, Judge Carey, who was very horrible towards the Romani people, he develops a rash that he thinks is eczema. But he tells Billy that the um, Romani elder, um, Mr. Lemke, had touched him on the face and whispered something, but he didn't hear what he whispered. Yeah, and then we learn also that the uh, the police op- the chief police officer he also was touched and is also coming down with symptoms. So in in a lot of ways, this movie isn't just about body horror, but it's also about justice happening because they did this cover up to help Billy get away with hitting and killing the Romani woman when he probably should have been charged with manslaughter. Um, But he got off scot-free. He didn't have to do any jail time. He didn't have to do probation. So he got away with it. Yeah. And Billy, we even know his character is kind of shitty because in the beginning, like you said, he helped that uh, the gangster guy get off after murdering someone. Yes. So as throughout, as the movie continues, Billy continues to lose weight. And then he first thinks it's cancer. But um, he, he he comes to the conclusion that 
um, Mr. Limpke must have put a curse upon him. So he starts to battle the curse by consuming more food. And in a way, this causes his family more stress because Billy, he's like, he's fighting for his life in a way because he's not trying to lose weight, but he keeps losing weight no matter what he eats. And he becomes a real asshole to Linda and Heidi. Yes. Linda and Heidi. And during this time period, he has to be checked into a clinic and he's there for six weeks and yet he still can't put on any weight, even though he's eating like um, thousands of calories a day. He just doesn't put on any weight. So he comes home to talk to his wife and that's when he sees her at the house with Dr. Mike Houston and he hears them talking about taking legal action and he thinks that they may be having an affair. Which we never get an answer to, but I doubt she was having, well, I doubt she was having an affair. She seemed very loving and caring to him and like she just wanted what was best for him. Yeah, but um, Billy starts to lose kind of like his support in a way. Like he thinks, he kind of like manifested, like how am I trying to say this? Like he pushes Heidi away because he thinks she's cheating. Um, He loses, was it the sheriff that he loses or the judge? He loses both because the judge has to go to a clinic to get treatment because he's slowly turning into like a lizard-like creature. And then the chief of police is covered in ulcers that keep bursting, causing him a lot of pain. And he ends up taking his own life. Yeah. Can I just say, with the scene with the judge wife, she deserves a reward for acting so hard in that scene. Yes. She went hard on that scene. She's so funny. And I love that. You can see that in a lot of, I feel like, Stephen King movies. There's that one character that just goes above and beyond to portray, for, yes. to portray that character. And it's so funny. Um, I do want to say something about this movie being titled Thinner and being in the 90s. You know, during the 90s, it was the era when there was, like, a lot of people where it was, like, the skinnier you are, the better And so I think maybe in a way this movie is subverting that like norm in society and making people look at it and go, well, is thinner really better or are you just slowly taking yourself to an early grave? Yeah. And then when we hit the 2000s, it really like kicked up. Yeah. Um, Like I said, that's what I enjoy about this movie. I like that it kind of takes that premise of, you know, being thin is healthy and good, which yes, you know, being at a, a body weight, that's a that it can be good for you but being too thin is bad for you and I feel like the makeup artist did such a good job when it comes to our character Billy because um throughout the movie as he gets thinner and thinner it gets to a point where like you like you may hate Billy but the ideal of being that skinny looks agonizing yeah he looks really really gaunt yeah and I think the makeup artist did a great job with the uh with his body Um, I will say we kind of learned just how bad of a person Billy is as the movie progresses. He is so desperate to save himself and he refuses to admit that he did anything wrong. He goes to the Romani people and tries to like explain his side of the story and get them to lift the curse. And they're like, no, justice is being done here and you got away with murder essentially and now you're coming here. And you're insulting us by even asking that we remove the curse. Um, If you don't leave, we're going to make it worse. And they get shot in the hand. (laughs) 
Yes, with a ball bearing. <laughs> with I was like, oh, that girl must have some strength. Strength and rage. And I just want to stop real quick. Uh, her name is Gina, right? Yes. Okay, so I love how, well, I don't love it. It's very stereotypical that um the Romani people are portrayed as like, these travelers who are troublemakers but the female character is still sexy and seductive like you know it's kind of that stereotype of like exotic women you know like dangerous and powerful and it's just so cringy to watch those scenes yes it it was cringy but Um, uh i'm sorry what were you gonna say i was gonna say after gina shoots uh billy in the hand he like he's done he's done being nice in his own way nice to the romani people so like he squeezes his hand which was really gross and like a lot of blood comes out which honestly at his way i don't think he should be losing that much blood and he starts saying that i'm gonna curse you with the white man's curse it's like no billy no (laughs) not the white man's curse people have already been cursed with the white man's curse yeah but billy um he just like he like um he like, what's the word? He like digs his heels in and he's like, I'm going to make your life terrible. So he goes to the gangster and he's like, hey, I need you to help me out. And the gangster's like, sure, I can help you out. And um, I just don't get why he went into that, the Romani's um, set, their, their place and why he poisoned all their dogs. Yeah, I just felt like this guy was really mean. And then like, you know, he obviously was a really bad guy. We see that he poisons the dogs. He ends up getting Gina's husband shot and killed. He shoots at all of them with, like, I don't even know what type of gun it was. But it seemed like a pretty serious gun. But in this movie, right before, um, right after he poisons all the dogs, this is when we get a really weird sharp turn. Because he also has, like, this young white boy watching the Romani people and they catch him the Romani people catch the white young white man and they send him back to the gangster's house but he's dead and like there's a chicken coming out of his throat I just thought that was very like the Romani people I feel like they wouldn't do that they wouldn't try to attract the police to them (laughs) like why are they going to kill a man who hasn't done anything to them Mm -hmm. so after they kill uh the gangster's man he gets really mad and says something really i forgot what yuppie guppy i don't know and it was just kind of i was like oh gosh and um like kk said he goes in and shoots everyone and it's like was it after shooting everyone does um the old man uh limpke go to billy with the pie so after the after the um mafia guy Richie shoots up their camp and gets Gina's boyfriend killed by sending him into the camp after he shot him up and they accidentally shoot him he goes in and he pretends to be an FBI guy oh yeah you know like hey I'm an FBI guy we suspect that Mr. Billy Halleck had something to do with this um we want to you know talk to you and we need you to come identify him so she takes her to like this farm, uh-huh. Billy is, and then he starts like torturing her, kind of like scaring her, telling her that they better release the curse or else. He was going to pour acid on her face. Yes. 
And he does that to scare her. The first time he throws what he says is acid on her, but then he tells her, no, it was just baking soda and water mixed together. And then the second time he actually puts like a jar of acid on her forehead while he has her on the ground and tells her, if you move too quickly, that um, acid is going to go all over your face and run your face. And so she has to move slowly and Hillman and Billy are able to escape before she removes the acid and is able to go after them. Yeah, it just goes to show you that, like, these people, they already, like, I don't know if, um, because Limpke, that was his daughter who died because Billy hit her with a car, and Gina is his granddaughter. That so was like, her mom. Huh? It was her mom that died. Exactly. So it's like, you keep torturing this family, and it really, I think this is what you were saying, like, it goes to show, like, how these people are treated so terribly and instead of the system trying to correct itself and say hey we're sorry for treating you like this you don't deserve this injustice it's like nah we're gonna go like we're gonna do worse we're gonna threaten you and like kill your people and like terrorize you yes and i do want to point out something really interesting here that i liked um the men the actor who plays richie janelli his name is joe mentoga he actually plays, so he pretends to be an FBI agent in this movie. And guess what role he ends up playing later on in his career? <laughs> FBI agent? Yes, he's one of the main FBI agents on a show called Criminal Minds. So I might be wrong here, but I think in the 80s and 90s, every time there was like a mafia guy or like a gangster guy, he was there. <laughs> yes, I think it's because he he's like... I can't say for sure, but I want to say he's Italian. And so they're like, oh, we got the Italian guy. So we got a lot of stereotypes going on in this movie. So after that happened to Gina, Mr. Lemke, the elder, he's like, okay, I have to put an end to this because they're threatening my granddaughter now and I can't see anything happen to her. So he goes to Billy with a pie and he tells Billy, okay, we're going to put your blood in this pie and then whoever eats it, they will take the curse from you and it will kill them much worse than it would have done you. Um, But whoever eats the pie, they will get the curse and it will kill them. So it doesn't matter if it's just one person or two people, whoever consumes the pie, they get the curse and then it'll kill them. And so Billy's like, okay, let's do it. So the guy stabs him in his wound on his hand and squeezes the blood into the pie. And then the pie starts acting like it's like, a living, breathing thing. And then Mr. Lemke's like, why don't you just die with grace or die with dignity? You know what you did was wrong. Just let, you know, the balance be reset. And Billy's like, oh no, go away. Leave me alone. That's not happening. And so then we see Billy call his house and he speaks with his daughter, Linda, and he tells her, hey, I want you to go to a friend's house um, and don't come home for the night. Don't come home tomorrow. I need to go talk to your mom about a lot of stuff and um, me and your mom need to work on some things. So I don't want you at the house. And so Linda's like, okay, I'll go to a friend's house. So then Billy goes home and it's just him and Heidi at the home. And Heidi is very happy to see him. She's like, um, he's like, everything's going to be fine. I'm going to get better now. And he's like, I brought you a surprise. Um, I bought and then she's like oh you brought me a pie is it strawberry strawberry is my favorite and he's like yes it is strawberry and then he leaves for her while she goes to the kitchen to eat a slice of it and can I say one thing 
maybe honest, but who really likes pie? If someone's like, Cole, I brought you strawberry pie, I'd be like, mm, that's great. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but thank you. That's kind. I'm honest, I have never ate a strawberry pie in my life. I think the only pies I've ever eaten are coconut cream, chocolate, and key lime pie, and that's it. The only good pie is pumpkin pie. Any other pie, I don't care. You could bring me an apple pie. I'm not going to like that. Who wants apples? Who wants strawberries? Like, I don't understand the appeal of pie. I think it's pretty to look at, but the texture and the edibleness is strange to me. I also want to say that pie, okay, it wasn't a bad look. <laughs> it definitely looked homemade. And so my thought is, like, if I was a wife, I'd be like, where did you get this pie from? Why is it in a bakery box? Why is it just out here in the open, exposed to the air? Why, when I look at it, does it bubble like it's a living thing? Yeah, why does it look like it has a heartbeat? I have a lot of questions about this pie. <laughs> the best pies are the ones that beat like a heart. So Heidi eats the pie, of course. Because Billy's terrible and he assumed she was cheating and so this is his way of punishing her and so he wakes up the next morning and she looks like her face melted yeah off of her like her flesh melted off of her face yeah it looks like her body crumbled in on itself and then you know what that must have been agonizing and he's like making jokes about it to her corpse and then he does the weirdest thing where he kisses her and it's just creepy and gross. Yeah, and he goes downstairs and he notices that there were two plates that obviously had pie on them. And he sees his daughter's stuff. And then his daughter comes in and she's like, oh, dad, I'm so glad to see you that you're back home. And I know you wanted me to wait at my friend's house, but I just couldn't take it. And I had to come see you. And guess what? I ate a piece of your pie. <laughs> He's just like. Oh, no. So then he, like, looks like he feels guilty for a moment and, like, he's about to eat this pie. And his daughter leaves and then knock, knock, knock on the front door. Who shows up? It's the guy. It's Mike. Dr. Mike Houston. And he looks surprised to see Billy and also a little bit, like, guilty looking himself. So maybe him and Heidi were having an affair. Who knows? So what does Billy do? Give him some pie. He invites him in for pie, and that is where the movie ends. But see, in the end, there's, like, Heidi, it's just, we don't know. Like, it's up in the air. But Billy shows his assholeness throughout the entire movie. It's going to let his own daughter die, because that pie is going to kill. If he's going to have to, if he wants the curse to work on um, Mike, he's going to have to let uh, Linda die first. And I think at this point, because his daughter already ate the pie, she's already going to die. Like, there's no saving her. Well, I was wondering if he ate the pie, if, you know, I wonder if it jumps around. Like, so if Heidi ate the pie, but if Linda came home before Heidi died and she ate the pie, I wonder if Heidi would have lived or does everyone get affected by eating the pie? I think everybody gets affected because that's what Mr. Lemke said. Whoever eats the pie they get a part of the curse and they die in a terrible way. Oh my God, the pie. Don't eat strawberry pie. 
that my thing was was like, okay, you know how dangerous this pie is, but after your wife ate a slice, how are you just gonna sit there and leave it out like for anyone to get? Because Billy's dumb. He never thinks. He never thinks through anything. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I hate Billy. <laughs> So, how would you rate this movie out of five stars? Okay, so, lowest score I've ever given, a 1.5 out of five. I will give it maybe a two out of five. But overall, I really felt like this movie, um, it wasn't that, like, scary. I feel like I would have rather seen Judge Carrie as a lizard man. I mean, yes, we see you know, Billy slowly getting thinner, but it's not that horrifying. And then we see the ulcers on the police chief, Chief Duncan, but even then it's not that scary. So even as a body horror movie, I just feel like it didn't bring the action. I feel like they could have pushed the thinness. Like they kind of went realistic. Like they kind of went like if in real life, like if someone was that thin, yes, they would have too much energy to move around and they would look like that. But I think they should have pushed it farther. Like I think like maybe keeping the loose flesh, you know, would have made it more like kind of body horror because, you know, as you lose weight, that skin that's stretched out doesn't always go back. Oh, I think that would have been interesting. Like him slowly just, start to disappear in the skin folds yeah that would but I guess that would kind of contradict thinner yeah and it probably would have been harder to like for the makeup department to do that um I will say this I think in regards to body horror one of the shows that gave it to us the best and it even it wasn't even focused around body horror necessarily was don't be afraid of the dark the movie about the fairies where they drug the men down into the hole and then they drug the stepmom down into the hole. First scene, horrifying. Yes. And the tea scene, that whole first opening was terrifying. That was good body horror. But I think anytime you got a scene with teeth or nails being ripped out, I think immediately, like, it's like one of the scariest things for us to like imagine happening. Yes. So, I mean, I don't think this movie was... Also, I will say this movie does definitely feel outdated just because of some of the stereotypes in it regarding, like, Italian people and the Romani people. Yes. Um, any closing thoughts on this movie? I know this episode is short, but in this movie, we didn't have a ton to work with. Well... Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I just wanted to ask one thing. What was your favorite? What was your favorite scene from this movie? And what was your least favorite scene from this movie? Um, my favorite scene in this movie. Hmm. <laughs> I, feel like, of- I feel like when he goes to Judge Carey's house and he talks to his wife and the wife is like, this is all of your fault. Like you caused all of this to happen. And then she's like going between laughing and like, just hysterics. I'm like, oh yeah, that that was a good scene. Really, I I, I like that scene too. My uh my favorite scene was the pie scene. I just I don't know. I like the imagery of the blood going into the pie and the pie becoming its own living thing. Oh, that's true. With I like the part where you see the pie start like having what looks like a heartbeat. I'm like, oh, that's kind of creepy. That's kind of cool. So now, what's your least favorite scene from this movie? My least favorite scene is probably when um, when Billy kisses his wife, her corpse. That was just, maybe that was a body horror of the movie. Maybe that was a true body horror moment. 
you you got it right on the uh you hit it right on the nail of the head nail of the head head of the nail i can't remember, i can't talk i was just thinking of that i was like i hate that that literally took me out of the movie for a second i was like what why what? I thought that was body or it was just when you see somebody do anything with a corpse you're like yuck well like I know some people kiss corpse out of respect, like at funerals and stuff like that. But it almost felt like, I don't know, like spitting on her grave in a way. Like, yes. Want- that, that's what he was doing. He was mocking her and he was making a joke of her death. And he was like, ha, ha, ha. I got the last laugh. You thought you could cheat on me? Well, guess what? You ate the bad pie and now your face melted. Like, I don't think Billy loved Heidi. I think. Like, in a way, he took advantage of her kindness. And, you know, if she did cheat on him, heck, go for it, girl. You you deserve better. Well, he also blamed her because he was like, she was going down on me. And that's what caused me to wreck and kill the lady. And it's like, okay, but you're not cursed just because you killed the lady. You're cursed because you did steps to try to get out of justice. And so justice had to be served up to you in a different way. But I think one part of this movie is accountability. And that's Billy. He just won't take it. No. But uh but yeah, it was an interesting movie, a uh, movie to start off the new year and and it will continue throughout this month. Like I said, uh new body, new you for better or worse and uh next week we'll be watching uh Killer Robicide. Work- oh, <laughs> there's two names. Yes, it's called Killer Workout and it's also 1987 and it looks very campy. Yeah, so hopefully you'll join us next week. Yes, thank you guys for listening. Yes, thank you. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.